Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and today we are talking about anti-aging. Anti-aging and how we can truly influence signs of aging as well as the rate of the aging process within our bodies through what we eat. Get this. This just blows my mind. I mean, I guess I can't find it too surprising. I used to work in the supplement industry, but We are looking at a market size of over $200 billion with anti-aging products. Seriously, by 2021, it is expected that the global market size for anti-aging products is going to be over $215 billion. That is crazy. The number of people that are spending money on lotions, potions, topicals, etc. to slow the signs of aging or the rate of aging. The great news for us is that the best thing we can do is also the most affordable and the most effective to control aging, improve what we eat, and how much we eat. And I know like I'm the food girl, but this is true. You can spend a ton of money on anti-aging supplements and topicals and procedures, but nothing will have the kind of impact on improving signs of aging as well as the rate of aging, how well you age, how quickly you age, uh, your health as you age. Nothing will touch that as much as making improvements to what you eat and how much you eat. Think about it this way. Is eye cream going to make you live longer? No, of course not, right? It might address some of the wrinkles you already have, but do you want to address the signs or do you want to get healthier and slow the rate of aging? There are things like wrinkles on your skin that are correlated with aging and we go for the sign without understanding that if we work from the inside out, we actually make a bigger impact. Dermabrasion, eye cream, they're not going to extend your lifespan or slow your rate of aging or the health that you have as you age. We don't just want to address the correlation things, right? The wrinkles. We want to address the causative factors. What is happening at the cellular level that leads us to either aging more quickly or not quite as gracefully as we can, as we would like to. Think about what happens when we eat. And I talk about this a lot. I talk about it related to health and fat loss, but all of those things are associated with aging, right? It's about how our body works. When you eat, 
you are giving your body fuel that is the raw materials your body uses to build cells, create proteins, hormones, enzymes. You build your body or break it down by what you eat. Seriously, that is your superpower. Choice by choice, you are either constructing a healthy, youthful, resilient body or you're accelerating aging. Seriously, every bite you take is either creating a healthy, youthful, resilient body or accelerating your aging process. What is at the end of your fork? What you put in your mouth is either aging you or the most powerful anti-aging product you could ever have. It's also conveniently the most accessible and the most affordable treatment that you give yourself multiple times every day. We talk a lot on this podcast about hormones. We talk a lot about understanding how food impacts your hormones and how critical optimizing this hormonal expression is for burning stored fat and reducing the likelihood that we are going to store what we eat as fat. But obviously, hormones are about a lot more than fat storage and fat loss. Hormones are the chemical messengers that orchestrate everything in our bodies. They are running the show. Hormones are chemical messengers from head to toe constantly. Whether you're sleeping or you're awake, whether you're making great choices or not so great choices, they are constantly signaling your body to tell it what is going on and what to do about it. Your hormones send the marching orders, the instructions to your whole body, period. They're surveying what is happening and then sending instructions to your sex organs, your digestive system, your fat cells, your muscle cells, your heart, your brain, everything. And aging is about what happens to our hormones. And we say this sort of anecdotally, like, as I've gotten older, my hormones are out of whack. So we anecdotally understand that hormones are a huge part of aging, right? Women think about changes in estrogen and men think about changes in testosterone, but it is so much more than that. Aging is about changes in our hormones. And the number one way we influence our hormones is every time we put something in our mouth. We influence our hormones and the instructions they're giving to our body with every bite of food we eat. The other big part of this, and it's tied to hormones, is inflammation. If you want to influence the aging process, make it go better for you, slow it down, reverse course even, it's about controlling inflammation. Now, Inflammation is controlled by our hormonal expression. So this is just a subset of the point about aging being a hormonal expression condition. If you want to call it a condition, it's sort of a natural state of things. Inflammation, though, is the starting point for all breakdown of our cells and our tissues. And of course, that's a huge part of what aging is. Things start to break down a little bit. And that is triggered by inflammation, which is controlled by our hormones. And the number one way we influence hormonal expression is with what we eat. All right. Much of this, no surprise, none of you who are familiar with me are going to be too surprised by this. It's just a fact. A big part of hormonal expression, inflammation, is about sugar. 
One of the most significant and common ways we trigger inflammation and accelerate the aging process on the inside, right, at the cellular level, which is then expressed externally, is by increasing blood sugar too much and too often. I'm going to say this again because it's critical. One of the most common ways we trigger inflammation and accelerate the aging process from the inside out is by increasing blood sugar too much and too often. So the single most important change we can make to age well, slow the rate of aging, and reduce existing signs of aging is to stay away from foods that spike your blood sugar. And this is about the type of food we eat, but also how much we eat. And I'll talk more about that in a couple minutes. This is critical for a number of reasons. I want to touch on some of the science that is happening here, why blood sugar has any impact on aging. The more frequently and dramatically we increase our blood sugar, the more hormonal dysregulation we create, the more inflammation we trigger, and the harder our bodies have to work. We can literally exhaust ourselves from what we eat. We're just putting our body into overdrive, making it work way too hard because we're giving it crappy fuel. And so we accelerate aging because we're just burning ourselves out while creating hormonal dysregulation and triggering inflammation. Now, I'm going to get a little bit technical, but I'm going to keep it high level enough so that hopefully everybody gets this. And of course, if you have any questions, let me know and I'm happy to answer them. When we have too much sugar in our blood, whether that's because of the type of food we eat and or the quantity of food that we eat, when there's too much sugar in the blood or it's there for too long because we're not good at processing, digesting, metabolizing carbohydrates, that sugar has a chance to stick to protein. So it's hanging out there in the blood. And when it's there for too long and or there's too much of it, the sugar just kind of sticks to these proteins. Now, remember, proteins have structural and functional roles in our body. We need them to be healthy. And when the sugar sticks to the protein, well, the protein is now basically ineffective. It can't do its job. And when we have proteins that have structural and functional roles and now they're sort of out of the game, well, of course, our body can't work properly. That is part of how we accelerate aging. This process When sugar that's hanging out in the bloodstream sticks to protein, it creates something called advanced glycation end products. Easy to remember. I wrote a blog about this a couple years ago. Easy to remember by the acronym advanced, A, glycation, G, N, E, products, P, ages, A, G, E, advanced glycation end products, ages products, basically. They age you. They age you. So this excess sugar, because there's too much of it or it's hanging around too long, it binds to these proteins. It renders them useless. This is a process called advanced or glycation is the process, but they create something called advanced glycation end products. Now, here's the thing. These ages, advanced glycation end products, they do some nasty things in the body, aging you. But The sugar lingering in the bloodstream is drawn to one particular kind of protein more than others. And it it won't discriminate, but there's a protein it likes most. And that protein it really loves and is extra drawn to is collagen. So it renders the collagen useless, basically. 
Now, collagen, a lot of people think of collagen and skin health. This is true. This is why not controlling blood sugar does trigger the creation of wrinkles in your skin for sure. But collagen is important for a lot of other things, right? Collagen is a critical component of joint health. So we basically take collagen out of the game when we overconsume carbs and sugar or we eat so much of them So it can be a quality issue, right? We're eating lots of processed foods, lots of carbohydrates, or just a quantity we overeat. And this happens a lot when people say, oh, well, it's a whole food, but you eat too much of it. You've done this for too long. Maybe your body just doesn't respond as quickly to sugar in the bloodstream. It binds to proteins and it has a special preference for collagen. That is where we start to see uh, the breakdown of our joints, aging, and also the breakdown of our skin. Of course, collagen isn't the only protein we take out of the game, but that's one a lot of people are real familiar with when we talk about aging. Now, remember that this glycation process, when sugar hanging out in the blood, too much of it or too often, too long, too long hanging around in the bloodstream because we can't efficiently clear it, creates these advanced glycation end products that have a larger impact than just collagen, all right? They damage lots of cells, and they are a starting point for diseases like diabetes, heart disease, Alzheimer's, neuropathy, right? Numbness, tingling uh, in, in your limbs primarily is where it starts. So they do a lot of damage. They trigger internal inflammation as well as topical inflammation uh, that you can experience on your skin. No bueno. The other thing that advanced glycation end products do is they create reactive oxygen species, free radicals. You've probably heard that term before. I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but these guys are like thieves, right? Thieves. So they go around and they make stable elements in your body unstable by robbing from them. So they kind of go around your body creating trouble, causing havoc, creating more instability that accelerates the aging process. Cell damage that we then see on the surface of our skin, but also that happens to our organs, accelerating the aging process from the inside out, all right? All of the culprit begins with sugar and lack of control of sugar. And I want to make a point about the things that increase our blood sugar, that cause these uh, advanced glycation end products to form, that cause these reactive oxygen species to form. Yes, we are absolutely talking about the processed foods. We are talking about the cookies, the cakes, the bread, the pasta. But we're also talking about whole food sources of carbs. Now, this is not in any way me making an argument that sugar is the enemy and we can't have any of it. But As I've mentioned on probably more than half of the podcast episodes I've done, it's not about being no carb or low carb, but smart carb. And there's absolutely a camp of people that feel justified in their food choices because they are staying away from the more processed foods, the breads, the pastas, the cookies, the cakes, uh, the chips, etc. But they'll they'll go whole hog on the putting three different fruits in their morning smoothie or loading up on sweet potatoes and, you know, having rice for lunch and potato for dinner and fruit for dessert. 
And it's sugar, right? And we, if we want to age well, then really being smart about these strategies, doing things like following the golden rules of carbs and fat loss, which I talk about in episode 195, it is a big part of it. The other thing that I really want to emphasize here is that how much you eat matters. A lot of people will overconsume whole foods because they are healthy or they're a treat. And the reality is if you are looking to really be serious about addressing aging, if you're somebody that's spending money on these eye creams and these topicals and dermabrasion and all of this stuff, like stop eating so much sugar, right? In any form. And it doesn't mean you can't have any of it, but if you want to be serious about slowing down the aging process, reducing some of the existing signs of aging, you got to be smart about it. You absolutely do. Yes, we want the quality of our food to be high, but we also have to be mindful of the quantity. All right? So just wanted to bring that up. Shifting gears from sugar. Another critical anti-aging nutrition strategy is to stay away from omega-6 fatty acids. Really reduce your intake of omega-6 fatty acids, all right? And first, let me tell you where you find omega-6 fatty acids so that you can work to avoid them. The number one most common place is going to be processed foods, and we want to avoid those for the sugar reasons, but also for the omega-6 fatty acid reasons. Things that are shelf-stable, are likely going to be a source of omega-6 fatty acids. So foods that are in a box, in a bag, in a can, chips, candies, cookies, cakes, etc. But also plant oils, very rich in omega-6. And we want to stay away from those if we're looking to slow down the aging process, reduce the signs of aging. So canola oil and anything that has canola oil in it. Corn oil and anything that has corn oil in it soybean oil and anything that has soybean oil in it. Please listen to episode 325 if you haven't already because I talk a lot about the fats you want to stay away from and why and we really go deep into the science there. Um, So 325 is a great one to listen to if you have questions about what, you know, I thought that canola oil was a good thing. No, it's not. And I explain why in that episode, they get incorporated into our cells and make the cells unstable. Unstable cells don't function properly. They are more likely to die off and that accelerates the aging process. Now, in terms of fats, you want to make sure to get DHA. DHA is one of the omega-3 fatty acids and it has undeniable anti-aging effects, right? DHA can be found in wild-caught fish, wild-caught fish, right? So farm-raised fish are a little bit different because they are often fed things like corn. So it sort of uh, kind of negates the uh, benefit of eating them. But wild-caught fish, or you can take a DHA supplement. One of the cool things about DHA is that it improves blood flow to your brain and reduces inflammation. Remember, I said that inflammation is a starting point for the aging process, but it also helps to remove plaques that form on your brain, right? Those are associated with lots of neurodegenerative diseases. DHA has been shown repeatedly to improve blood flow, to reduce inflammation, and to help clear away these plaques that form on the brain. Another anti-aging nutrition strategy to be open to is fasting. Now, 
fasting is not going to take the place of the other nutrition strategies we have talked about. So fasting is not going to make up for a diet that is high in sugar or a person who overeats regularly, regardless of the quality of the food that they consume. So fasting is not a quick fix here. You really want to make sure that you're minimizing sugar in all forms, that you are minimizing omega-6s, that you are getting enough of those omega-3s before you even toy with the idea of fasting. Now, whenever I talk about fasting, people say, but doesn't that trigger my body to store more fat? In episode 300, 300 of the podcast, I talk about the difference in the way your body responds to fasting and the way that your body responds to crash dieting, all right? Lots of us have heard that crash dieting can negatively impact your metabolism. And then when we say, well, fasting can positively impact your metabolism, we're like, how is this possible? I answer those questions in episode 300. So if you haven't listened to that one, definitely go there. But fasting can absolutely have longevity effects, slowing the rate of aging and having protective cellular effects and positive hormonal reactions, but it is not going to make up for a poor diet. So you can't eat poorly and then be like, oh, well, I do intermittent fasting and I do this 16-8, you know, 16-8 window or, you know, I fast for 24 hours once a week. That's all well and good if your nutritional foundation is solid. If it is not Please don't even play with fasting. It's not worth it. It is not a big rock until you are consistently eating in a way that supports health and longevity. I would be a total jerk if I didn't say eat more vegetables. This matters for a number of reasons. Number one, we want to make sure we're giving our bodies the nutrients they need to function properly. Real common sense, guys, if you are not eating a wide variety of vegetables, think lots of different colors, right? And we're not getting the nutrients that we need, our body can't work properly. And obviously, we're going to age more quickly if our body can't function properly. The other thing is about antioxidants, right? Antioxidants are going to be your protection against those reactive oxygen species that I talked about generated by the advanced glycation end products when we consume too much sugar. But also, even if you're like, well, why do I need antioxidants if I don't eat much sugar? Because we inhale free radicals in the air when we drink water. They're, we're exposed to them all the time. They are naturally generated by our bodies, even in the best of circumstances, because we are aging every single day. And so when we consume a variety of vegetables, right, and we really make sure that that is the base of most of our meals, non-starchy vegetables from a variety of colors, we're giving our body antioxidants, which can basically fight back against those reactive oxygen species and slow the aging process. Another important thing here is to be mindful of your cooking methods. And this goes back to what we talked about with reducing your consumption of omega-6 fatty acids. When we focus on good fats, so coconut oil or grass-fed butter, things like that, those are really stable healthy fats that get incorporated into your cells and help keep your your cells healthy and strong. When we expose them to heat, though, we make them more fragile. And sometimes they break down. They oxidize and they become less stable. 
Well, stable or not, they're getting incorporated into the fabric of our bodies. And so we can keep them stable by reducing their exposure to heat. And I recently heard a really great strategy about this because I'm just like you guys and thinking, well, how do you cook your food if you're using fat and you don't want to do damage? And I heard an interesting strategy that was to cook your food with water and add the fat afterwards, right? So you still get the flavor of the fat. You add it afterwards so that it is not subject to the damage that comes from heat. Or even the the recommendation that I heard is if you want to cook with fat, mix it with water because the water will keep the temperature a little bit lower. And then, of course, minimize cooking methods like grilling, like stir frying or frying because the higher heats do damage even to those more stable fats. So cook with water and add fat afterwards or cut the fat you're cooking with with water. Cook on lower heats to reduce the total damage done to those fats because when we oxidize those fats, when we damage them and they are incorporated into the structures of our cells, and again, I go into this more on 325, when we do that, the cells aren't quite as stable and that is going to impact the rate of aging, right? Because if the cell is not as stable, it's not going to stick around for as long or function as optimally and be able to replicate in a healthy way. Those things accelerate the aging process. And then obviously, guys, this one is very, very common sense. Drink more water. Even minor dehydration, of just a percent or two impairs your body's function. And anything we do that impairs the way we function is going to accelerate the aging process. So drink more water. Now, there is no magic number. There is no your weight in in pounds is the number of ounces or blah, blah, blah. You want to make sure that your urine is not dark yellow. And it's more towards very, very pale yellow to clear. All right. You don't need to be running to the bathroom every 15 minutes, but you can tell your hydration status primarily from the color of your urine. And it should be very, very light yellow, borderline clear, slightly tinted as opposed to dark. There are a number of lifestyle strategies beyond food, and I'm going to really quickly mention them. And I want to talk about skincare for just a second. But if I had to sum up the nutrition strategies, it's two things. Number one, control your blood sugar by eating quality foods and not overeating, right? Treating even natural sugars as a treat, not a dietary staple, and limiting processed foods. And then the second one would be consume healthy fats like omega-3s, especially DHA, and avoid unhealthy ones, right? Avoid the omega-6s, avoid the trans fats. And again, I talk specifically about fat in episode 325. But we don't need to overcomplicate this. There are lifestyle strategies beyond nutrition that do make a big difference. And I'm not talking about eye cream, sleep, right? When we sleep is when our body releases, (laughs) tripping over my tongue there, releases the majority of its human growth hormone, which is the anti-aging fountain of youth hormone that repairs and recovers and restores. If we are not getting enough sleep, we are not giving our body what it needs to release this healing and recovery anti-aging hormone. So get enough sleep. Reduce your stress. Guys, stress 
ages you. Period. The end. This is also about hormones. It is about cortisol. It is about adrenaline. If you are constantly getting ticked off every time you get stuck in traffic or you're waiting in line or you can't find your keys, every time you do that, you're trigger triggering either an adrenaline response or a cortisol response or both, and it is accelerating the aging process. Chill out. It is not worth the wrinkles on your face or the years off your life. So it is the daily stressors that really should not matter and get us so riled up. It is emotional stress. It is physical stress that comes from eating too much, from eating too much sugar, from eating foods you are sensitive to. Calm down, meditate, sleep, and don't sweat the small stuff. It is not worth the impact on your health to get pissed off that you can't find your keys, right? It's just not. I want to touch on skincare because when we talk about anti-aging, everybody talks about skincare. And the first thing I will say is I'm not a skincare expert. So I'm just going to tell you what I do. And that is not a recommendation. It's just a story because skincare ain't my jam and I don't care for it to be. One of the best things for skin, in my opinion, is coconut oil. It's a super healthy fat. It has antibacterial properties. It's a great moisturizer. But most of us are oil phobic. We think, I don't want to have oily skin. Well, the reality is a lot of the traditional cleansers that we use, they strip all of the oils, all of the everything, all of the nutrients from our skin. And so then the body naturally overproduces oil because all we're doing when we wash our face is drawing it out. And so the body has to create more to compensate. And so when you use oil as a moisturizer, and we're not talking like a teaspoon of, of coconut oil on your face. We're talking like a little dab. Um, when you use that, that helps to regulate your body's oil production. And the thing that I do, and this took some getting used to because it's very different from like the foamy cleansers that most of us use, I started cleansing with oil. All right. And here's how that works. This is what I do. I use um, an oil cleanser from a company called Fatco, and I will remember to link to that in the show notes, but you could do this with coconut oil too. I know many of my friends do that and swear by it. So you, you put the oil on a dry face, and I do this while my makeup is still on, right? So I rub the oil on my face, and then I take a hot, clean washcloth, and I lay it over my face for five to 10 seconds until it's not really hot anymore. And so the steam is opening up my pores. And then I'll do that three or four times, not adding oil three or four times, but the hot cloth over my face for, say, 10 seconds, doesn't feel hot anymore, run it under the water again, wring it out, put it on my face. And then after three or four times, I start to use the cloth to sort of wipe the oil off of my skin. And then I'll put on a moisturizer, right? So my skin has never looked or felt better since I switched to the oil cleanser. I have used coconut oil at times. I love the Fatco products. But keep in mind, just as I said with like eye creams and dermabrasion, it doesn't slow the aging process, right? So the number one thing that we can do is really work to optimize those nutrition strategies that I talked about being very, very mindful of sugar, treating either natural sugars as a treat, not a daily thing, certainly not an every meal thing. That is a powerful way to control aging. Cutting out those processed foods, not only because of the sugar, but because of the unstable fats, whether it's trans fats or omega-6 fats. We do not want those in our bodies because it does accelerate the aging process. And then being very, very mindful of things like sleep, things like stress, things like hydration. 
So there you go, guys. I hope this was a good episode for you. I really love talking about the science of things like the advanced glycation end products and what we can do to really make our bodies work better from the inside out. When we're working better on the inside, we look and feel better on the outside. Chat with you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.